I would give um, the CEO like an anonymous tip. Welcome back to the Too Good to Be Too podcast. We are now officially on episode 12. Hannah, how do you feel about this? 12, it's a good number. That was a that was a really long break. <laughs> I didn't I, I didn't expect you to ask me what I felt about twelve as an episode. So, yeah, do you know what? It's I good. Thought, I genuinely thought you went offline just then. <laughs> like you went you went offline. You didn't reply. God. Well, have so, you been well, what's happened here? Uh, excuse me. How have you been? Um, not bad. I'm kind enough to ask. Uh, not bad. Uh, we're actually in the market of poten- potentially upgrading the car, so that's nice. Not potentially, um, you are upgrading the car with Dad. Well, f- fingers crossed. Mm, um, okay. So we went to look at a few new cars. We have a certain one in mind that I'm not going to disclose to the podcast is because they might copy. Um, because it's not a Tesla. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so we get so we go to uh, the car shop and we get the sales the sales rep, and he's quite young. He's just weekend staff. He's about my age. He was talking about his uni degree with me. Um, okay. And then we, he said, we can test drive it. So I gave him my license. He gave it back. And he goes, uh, where are you off to after this? And we said, oh, we just got a few things to do. So he said, you can take this away for an hour, but take it to the official Mercedes branch, which is obviously, you know, 10 minutes away from our house. Um, but then me and dad got really we- weird about that. And thought, why would he let us go with, why would he give us this A-class? Oh, shit, I've just said it. I was about <laughs> to say, you basically um, just given it away. <laughs> He's get so uh, yeah. We were thinking, why why are you giving us this car and then you're sending us to go to the official branch with one of their own cars? It just it just sounded a bit weird to us. So then mm. we didn't end up uh, test driving right, it. Yeah. But yeah, it was just he was just a fu- he was just a funny sales rep who didn't really know much. He's a nice guy there. Mm. Um, Can I say I think I'll be sad yeah, to, say, to, up... to, to say bye to our to our first car. I absolutely loved it. So yeah, it's quite lucky for me. I know. Yeah, you do really like that car. Mm-hmm. But you know, sometimes you've got an upgrade, got to move forward. It's always good to do that. Um, but how have you been? I you sound like another Mark, another long pause. She wants to ask me how I am. <laughs> no, I really wish I had something of note to tell you. I don't, but I am thoroughly excited about about this week's topic. So I think let's progress. Yeah. Also, before we get into segment two, thank you for two hundred listeners, um, two hundred plus listeners across all episodes. Um, yes, so yeah, thanks gosh. for that. Big master. And I do want to apologize for all the weird, non dramatic, but dramatic pauses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'll pause this again. Yeah. So, welcome back to segment two of our newest episode, Snituation. Now, from the title, I think you can guess it is about snitching. Of course. But, um, Sergeant. Give us some thoughts on this then. So before we fully, you know, dive deep into it, I do have a quote from Morgan Freeman, who's featured on Twenty One Savage's new album, um, called Savage Mode Two. So Morgan Freeman says, "A regular citizen who reports seeing crime isn't a snitch or a rat. The criminals were just sloppy. Snitches and rats are not the same thing. Let me break it down for. Let me down to make sure you all see what I mean." Snitch is someone minding other folks' business to find information they can sell for price or trade for some other form of compensation. A rat is a traitor, a traitor, a conceiver, planner, or physical participator. He doesn't sell the secrets of power or cash. He betrays the trust of his team or his family, hoping to save his own cowardly ass. The difference is, at least a snitch is 
at least a snitch is a human, but a rat is a rat, period, from uh, Morgan Freeman. Mad quote. Yeah, I do think he summed up quite nicely. Like As you were yeah. reading it, I suppose it did resonate, and I think it's nice to have a little differentiation. Mm. But um, I think naturally we always think that... Snitching is bad, of that course. That snitching is bad. But I feel I like think... society just... It put, obviously, like it's not it's not a good thing to do. We know that, but society uh, society portrays it as it's bad. You shouldn't do it. You know, you should be loyal. Of course, mm. you should be loyal. Um, I think sometimes the price of loyalty is too high. I'm not gonna say I'm a snitch. I'd like yeah. to become loyal, but I think that there are times when I think there's instances. I think everybody can think about a time in their life where they've been caught between loyalty and doing the right thing, and of unfortunately, course, that yeah. does make you into a snitch. I mean, that's unfortunate. But um, is snitching ever good is the big question. What say you, Sarge? Um, is snitching... I don't know. If it was... It's hard to I'd... say because there's so many different scenarios you can put yourself in yeah. and see if you can you know, make it out without snitching. But for me, so straight off the bat, saying... I would say, no, it's bad. It's bad. Definitely bad to snitch. But you're also saying it's situation dependent, which I would agree yeah. with. Okay, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I think... Because we're siblings, I think it's kind of important for us to discuss, would we snitch on each other? I mean, I think as far as it goes, I mean, my friends know this about you, that me and you are very close. And yeah, 100%. We're siblings and, you know, you're definitely not my best friend. Yeah. But I'm I'm, I'm trying to think of an instance, even when we were kids, if there's any times we snitched <laughs> on each other. And I can't I can't think of one. Like, I really I don't can't. think, yeah, I don't think we have. We've been pretty loyal to each other, like, our whole life. Our and whole then, <laughs> I feel like Sergeant's and you leading me and telling me I actually betrayed you 39 times. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I, but you know, when you're kids, I'm telling mum, does that count as snitching? Uh, I think all kids do that, though, to be honest. But I mean, in terms then, of sibling loyalty. Th- th- in terms of sibling loyalty, it is a snitch, but it's not, you know, it's not going to harm you, is it? Yeah. And I feel like every kid yeah. says, oh, I'm going to tell mum just to scare, <laughs> just to scare, like, your sibling. Because like I think we still do that. We still yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, we still do <laughs> that. Mum like, is the authority. Um, but, but yeah, um, no, as as siblings, we're very loyal to each other. But do you know what? I think that's not as common as as we would like to think. I think there are siblings course, who are just yeah. to each other. I mean, it's Definitely. probably more common than we think. Yeah. But, um, oh, damn it, I'm annoyed I can't think of a time that maybe we snitched on one another. Do you know, actually, I don't think we have. Actually, there are plenty of times where we've done stuff together. So by snitching on the other person, we would we would like snake ourselves. So that's yeah. how we've done it. Yeah, Maybe yeah, that's yeah. Accurate. I mean, I can think of a particular thing. E.g., the darts in the back room, if you want to expand <laughs> on that. <laughs> so we first moved into our new house, was it 13, 14 years ago now? And yeah. uh, my parents were unpacking the boxes with our parents from the moving van. Yeah. So me, me and Sergeant. I think I was 14 and you were like 10, 11, maybe. Yeah. Um, no, no, wait, hold up, hold up. Wait, no, no, hold up. I think you've got the story were... wrong. No, no, wait, as in, Cause... I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about how we unpacked the darts board and then. No, 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 you've got it wrong. Remember, I got the darts board for Christmas. Oh, okay. Well, t- tell that part then. You'll, you'll go back even further. Keep going. Well, Come no. On. Well, Anna, that's the only dartboard we've ever had. So. Yeah, but didn't we un- didn't we unpack it when moving? And we we were still no, moving in the house when we used it. No, no, I got the dartboard for Christmas in this house, <laughs> in this current house. Who gave you a dartboard? Me- no, remember we were in Mum and Dad's room and we were um um we were unwrapping our presents. We done it like midnight because Mum always tempts yeah. us anyway. And then you yeah. threw the dart. Whilst I was holding the dartboard, and Mum got really annoyed at you. 
I thought I thought I thought we okay, to be fair, I almost threatened. No, that. yeah, yeah. I thought it was the time when we when mum and dad we were moving into the new place and we put up the dartboard in the new dining room. Yeah, no, this was a couple of weeks after and we done that. We put the dartboard in the dining room. Oh, for some reason I like smushed yeah. stories together. Well there you go. No, yeah. That's an example of, you know, trace decay theory. So, so yeah. Well, me and Hannah put the dart in the back room, our dining room. And honestly, it was it wasn't hard to miss, but we missed it quite a few times, <laughs> and ended up with loads of little holes in the in the wall. And when Mum caught us, it was mad. It was mad <laughs> funny. Like to be fair, it yeah, when she stormed in, she like bust down the door. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "What are you both doing?" <laughs> and we couldn't sit on each other because we were both playing. <laughs> We just got up on We have, yeah. Oh my god. I remember th- I remember that like it was honestly I remember that like it was yesterday when that happened. Apparently, apparently I don't. My memory fails me. Oh but... my god, that was so funny but when that happened. You've helped me relive that moment about mum storming in. Quick yeah. question though. In terms of snitching, if mum had found the the holes in the dining room wall from where yeah. we were, <laughs> would you have snitched on me? Um, no. I think I think mum would have eventually figured out that it was us. Dad's not going to go out his way to put the dark ball in the dining room, is he? So it was obviously going to be us. Okay, so, I don't know, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't have snitched on you, no. 100%, no. What happens if there, if there was an action man in it for you? Obviously, if there's an action man, I'd snitch on you 100%. So, well, there you go, then. So, yeah, there, 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 <laughs> there, there is a price for everything. Dad always says that. Well, every, every right, man okay. has a price. Every man has a price. I'm not a man. Well, as a human, every human really? has a price. Okay, right. So I'm, I'm going to move on to a couple of like scenarios because I think we're sort of the scenario, you know, crew as it were. Um, yeah. Maybe we're going to unpack them a little, and you tell me from your perspective what you think. Okay. So I was reading a story online about um, again siblings, brother and sister, yeah. and their parents weren't home, and you know how kids always fight over the remote, or they you know they fight over a toy. So these yeah. two kids, they were fighting over their mum's watch. Okay. So what I was reading was that, that one of them wanted to wear it and the other one wanted to wear it to why I don't know. And so they were pulling at the straps either side Ooh. of the actual main watch and they're pulling and pulling on the leather straps. And it's yeah. actually a vintage Armani watch and it breaks. One of the straps comes off. Ooh, so sticky. they then proceed they proceed to hide it under an ornament in their house. Yeah. If this if this was me and you, what do you think? As in, if put yourself in the situation, if this was us, what would you do? Um, if this was us, what would I do, or what would we both do? What would you do? Uh, well, I'd go to. I think I'd go to. So it was it was Mum's watch. Was little was there? Yeah. Mum's watch. Um, yeah. I'd go to Dad and tell him what's happened. Honestly, I think we both do oh, that. Oh, that's clever. That's clever, actually. Do you know what? I yeah. I, I think we do that, and then and then I think if we were because I I assume the kids were quite young in this scenario. So I'm yeah. thinking if we were that young, I think Dad would have got the watch repaired. Yeah, definitely. Or he would have mentioned it to Mum on the slide, on like, you know, on the low. And we wouldn't yeah. have got if we did if we did this, we wouldn't have got into much like as trouble. But I, th- I, yeah, think I, suppose... I, I think I'd tell Dad straight away and he'd know what to do hundred <laughs> percent. Defo. That's fair actually. I'm I would have gone with the leave it under the ornament forever and just hope oh. your mum never finds it. <laughs> I think you're so you're so much more honest than I like. I think I would have been like, that. okay, fine. You probably you would have convinced me telling dad. Yeah, but you would have you would have made me tell dad. Or, I'm older, or, so. or you would have cried. 
I got annoyed. I got like emotional about it, and I would have to calm me down. Oh, here's Sergeant, the hero, <laughs> the hero of the hour. Okay, fine. Hey. What? Um, wrestling one. This is a bit more of a grown-up one. So this is one that I think most people would have encountered in the working world. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna lay out the scenario for you, and I want you to answer as if just you are answering for yourself. Don't. It's, it's not like a joint situation. Okay, so Sergeant, you're at work on a Friday, and one of your colleagues calls in and says he's sick. So the manager okay. says that the rest of you have to pick up, you know, the workload that they would have done because you want to make the deadline for the weekend. Yeah. So you're like, okay, everybody in your team, let's get on board. So you all get on board. And then in your break later that day, you're you know, sort of through scroll, scrolling through Instagram, you know, Facebook, whatever. And you find out that your colleague called in sick was mm-hmm. actually out at the cinema. At Where the cinema? Stand? Yeah, so they were at the cinema. So they were out having a day out with like friends or family or whatever. Did they Would just you... go to the cinema or was it multiple outings they did that day what no they've just gone to the cinema and, and like lunch and stuff so like so they, so uh, they call in sick so you've had to pick up the slack Where, would you would you document filling in obviously I'd be obviously I'd be annoyed definitely um I don't know if I'd go to the extent of telling my boss that they lied because at the end of the day it's just mm. the cinema if they went like bungee jumping or you know, done something amazing, <laughs> or like, base went, jumping, you know, went to Dubai for the day, then yeah, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm telling on you. Um, <laughs> but or or you know, I'm gonna be devil's advocate here. Or would you just keep it in the bank, and then when they're back in work on Monday, you let them know that I know what you did, and now I think yeah. I've, I've kind of got oh, a little bit like <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do that, I do that, hundred percent. I think yeah. I think just for the cinema, I think we're all inclined to be politically now and again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, I I wouldn't document. I think that's too small of a thing. To Use it as leverage, mate. Use it as leverage for later. We sound we sound so bad in the leverage twins. <laughs> we sound so bad. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. Right. What would so, you do? Okay, what would you do? I, I I said I I I just don't think I want to dob somebody. And I, do you know what? it's a cinema? Everybody has a day where they might have just not been feeling it. Like you said, if, if it's a big extreme thing, like they've you know yeah. gone on like a weekend away to Paris and want to get get away quickly, that would probably annoy me. They'd like leave early on the Friday. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, if I'm honest, I wouldn't say anything about it because I think that's the whole point of like teamwork and stuff. And sometimes you, you like again, it comes down to loyalty. You think mm. they're my colleague, I got to work with them every day. You I don't just don't think it's worth being your snitch. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that, but yeah. especially at work, especially at work, you spend a lot yeah. of time there. So. Definitely. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't snitch. No, I wouldn't. Okay, cool. But actually, I want to sort of take it up a notch, and then maybe another notch after that. So oh, second notch. Okay. So. A lot of notches. I I want to ask you: Would you snitch on your boss if they saw you doing something that, if you saw them doing something that you think they shouldn't do? I don't know, maybe like putting stuff on the company expense account, or saying they worked Ooh. when they didn't, or maybe taking supplies from work, like and helping themselves to like stationery or something. Like you know. I would, I would give um the CEO like an anonymous tip. The CEO. Oh my yeah. god. You, you're Maybe take there, pictures mate. of my boss, um, get them developed, put them in a little little envelope, post them <laughs> to the CEO. Let and... me guess, it's like a nice brown envelope from the post office. Yeah. Um yeah. I would I would uh, you know, do an anonymous tip, I, I think. Because so I don't you... think I could uh, walk into you, you know, someone who's like I a senior think. member who's higher up than the boss. Um, yeah, that's hard to dob in your boss, though, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So um, I hate HR. I'd send like an anonymous, you know, letter to, to HR. HR. Yeah. Um, just for our listeners, I keep using the term "dob in," which I know is kind of a very British term. It basically just means to snitch or to tell on somebody. 
Okay, so yeah. I just want to make that clear because we've got listeners who are actually not from England. So yeah, um, yeah so I I like your kind of movie vibe, like popping them in an envelope and stuff. Like, would you wear gloves? Is the question? Yeah. Um, Do you know what I'd I'd feel so I would I would want to look at the repercussions. Like, is them taking a few big pens out of the stationery store really going to affect anybody? I'd look at the impact of it, but then I yeah. think you know. But then I think what they're doing is is category it's black and white. It's categorically it is wrong, wrong what they're doing, yeah. and they're abusing their position as your boss. So yeah. yeah, I do think that it is wrong, but I just don't know if I could stomach being the person who told. Like, if I could tell and be anonymous, yes, yeah. I would. If it was affecting anybody's like livelihood or their life or like security and safety, I wouldn't mind sticking my neck out because I know I was doing it for a good purpose. Mm. Um, I feel like but, if you were to. Uh, like okay, let's say stitch on your boss to someone higher up. It would be more nerve wracking for you to go into work and work every day, knowing that you, you were a snitch. Knowing that you were snitch, and it's the boss. But if you were to snitch on a coworker, um, I think it would be easier. Well, that's that's kind of why I built up with the sicky because pulling yeah. a sicky that's dobbing in your coworker. One level up from that is dobbing in your boss. Yeah. So, so I so as in the question is, would you go in over their head? Like, would you would you go over your boss and speak to line manager? I would I, I want to say I want to say yes because, like you said, they're abusing their power. They're high, just because they're higher up. They think they can, you know, mm. um, take take the piss really. Um, but yeah, that's kind of. I, I think honestly, I think I'd have to. I think I'd have to. It was a boss. They should know better. They're higher up. You know, they earn more. Yeah. It comes with responsibility, I suppose. It's, it's a bigger responsibility to be in that role. I so like, I think I'd like have to, yeah. to. I think it's time for me to quit Spider Man. Well, actually, you know, his uncle, Uncle Ben, I think it is. Um, with great power comes great responsibility. So it's very true. Boom, very son. True. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. I'm going to take it up another notch now. So, Sergeant, Wait, please. That's go. three notches. That's three notches in the podcast. We should three do a little, no- notch, notch, a little notch count. Like a little notch count. Right. Like a ding every time so, it goes off. <laughs> lovely <laughs> right so do you consider whistleblowing as snitching now i'm i'm pretty certain you know what whistleblowing is yes i do so but so it's kind of like it for someone your boss, who's for well yeah what we basically just talked about dobbing in your boss but as in this is like for gross misconduct like it is not necessarily your boss it could be anybody in the department it could be okay. somebody senior to you somebody like who's, who's in like yeah. a rank position would do you ever think whistleblowing is okay I think it. I think it's good. Obviously, mm. um, there's a snake in the grass, you know, being you, because you're, you're doing the whistleblowing. Um, yeah. But I, I think it's good. You know, why not? If it's anonymous. I quite like the term whistleblowing or whistleblower. Yeah. I quite like yeah. it. But what it is is, I mean, do you know? What? I think, I think it takes. I think depending on the circumstance, I do think it takes a certain type of person or a certain situation to to whistleblow on something. But yeah. I definitely think it is necessary. And I think for the people that do it, like, well done to you, for people who can do it. Mm. Because sometimes think... it's easier just to sit back and be passive, but then bad things happen. Yeah. I think if you I have think... the chance of stopping something I... from progressing into I... being bad, then yeah, I think you should I think I read somewhere, I think it's a quote, and it said, there are two types of people in this world. People who do bad things and people who yeah, do bad things, but say nothing about it. Yeah. So as in, if, if anything, this is encouraging somebody to be a snitch. I think this is an instance where a snitch is a good thing because yeah. you're snitching, ego, you're whistleblowing, and it is a good thing. So this this is an example when 
it's it, it's it, it, it's a needs must for somebody to snitch. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, how, what do you think of my three notches? Pulling a sickie, dobbing in your bath, whistleblowing. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Three I good notches. Yeah. Like, oh, those notches are good. They're good notches. Oh my gosh! Why don't we switch it up and you can take the lead on the next thing we like to discuss? Okay, so this one's a bit more closer to home. Um, essentially, not, Hannah, not home is you... in Bristol. <laughs> oh, home is in Bristol. Um, home is in the heart. Um, and your friends. Oh, lovely. So, Hannah, would you snitch on your best fr- your best friend to save yourself? No. No. Okay. Good answer. And I and I tell you why I can make that decision so quickly, is because I think I'm fortunate enough in my life to have friends, you know, past and current who've been really great friends to me, some good and some yeah. bad. But I think finding a good friend is very difficult. I think I think they're incredibly hard to find and difficult to forget with friend, with certain friends. Like, they say yeah. people come into your life and leave for different reasons. You know, that's all that quote kind of cliche stuff. But I can say, friend. yeah, kind of thing. There are definitely people in my life, like some of my best friends, but I think when I've been in like a pickle or I'm upset, they've always been there. Like I can count on them yeah. big time. So I think that if I was to rat out my friend, like if I was to snitch on my yeah. friend just to save myself, it would throw, it would throw it all the things that they had done for me and then it would make me into a very questionable character and I don't think I could do that to them. So I think I maybe made the podcast a little serious, but yeah, um, I, I can't. My, I don't, my, yeah, my I don't think I could either. Friends. I don't think I could switch on my best friend either, 100%. I don't think I can, no. Because I'm a loyal Maybe friend. So. Yeah. Mm. I'd rather I'd rather go down... I'd rather be pinned for whatever is going to be pinned yeah. than um, switch on my friend. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I think it's just like an like innate feeling. Yeah. yeah, it's a gut reaction. It's innate. Like, I definitely couldn't snitch on my best friend because I know that come rain or come shine, she's at the end of the phone. Like, too fair. Yeah. We do live 2,000 miles from each other now, me and my best friend. But I do feel like, well, best friends, even the ones I live with out here in Bulgaria, they're people where I can count on them. And I think that yeah. being able to count on somebody and being loyal, that there is no equivalent to that. So if I was to wrap them out, I, don't, I, I would question who I was if I snitched on my best friend to save my own skin. That's true. Yeah. Mm. I think anyone would agree with, um, agree to not snitch on their best friend. I feel like a lot of people wouldn't do that anyway. Do you think? Mm, maybe, I think so. But maybe if it was, if it was like a given scenario, yeah, there yeah, are, yeah. there are people who would definitely drop their friends in it. Uh, like, you know, the whole, slit, you know, was it like slit your throat to get a bubble? You'd be ruthless. There are people who do do that. Again, situation dependent. But, um, I think for me mm. personally, no, and for you, you're saying no as well. So, aren't our friends lucky that we're not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I I definitely not. I kind of want to press on like another topic, which I didn't really want to speak about because I feel like at the moment the pandemic is in everybody's faces a lot, and a lot of podcasts yeah. have been born out of the fact that we're furloughed or away from school, you know, not at uni, you know, online learning and so so forth. But COVID. The other situation has managed to creep our way into this podcast. Of course. Um, yes. I'm hoping we've still got listeners now that I've said that. But, um, <laughs> with all these new rules and stuff in England, more so, because that's, that's the rules we hear about the most. Um, there has been an element of like snitching on people when they're not abiding by the rules. Mm-hmm. So I think, Sergeant, you've got a little scenario for us and we're going to unpack that, aren't we? Yes. Okay. I'll hit you with a scenario now. So... <laughs> <laughs> Kevin and Lisa at number 39 always smile and wave when they see you pass 
but tonight they have 15 friends over for an end-of-summer dinner party in their garden. Your silent resentment has been bubbling up for a few hours as you watch them mingling and hugging with others from your bedroom window. Thoughts flood through your head. How could how could they be so careless? Why do they get why do they get to have all the fun while the, the others stick to the rules? Or if they catch COVID and pass it on to me, and should I snitch on them? As as a neighbour, Hannah, would you snitch yeah. on Kevin and Lisa and their fifteen friends? I mean, who in this day and age has 15 friends they can count on? Because that's so abnormal to me. I feel like if you make the guest list of 15 people, only five are turning up, mate. No, ain't fi- whole 15 ain't like, turning up. Do you know what? Lucky Kevin and Lisa, mate. They got 15 friends they can call over last week. Um, well, luckily they have 15 friends during the pandemic. Like, no one wants to talk to anyone these days. <laughs> that's very um, true. Um, do you know what? I'm very disappointed in theoretical Kevin uh, and theoretical yeah, Lisa at 39. Me too. Um, I just Same think... Kevin and Lisa. I just think it's just not worth it. I I don't I, I don't want to be a snitch, but I would hundred percent. I hundred percent would. Yeah, I think. I mean, fifteen. Not all. They can't claim fifteen people live in their house. Yeah. So that's the only way they're going to get away with it. And also, they get fined a lot of money. Oh. Which is like which is like the icing on the cake. I mean. I know that you can snitch anonymously, right? So Kevin and Lisa are getting in the neck. I'm yeah. snitching on them. Because I just, <laughs> it, 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 it is serious. Um, I think people aren't taking the pandemic seriously. And yeah. transmission rates are going up. So also, my theory is just kicking off, sorry. Um, um, yeah, so mom, I think if, that snitch. If mum was on the podcast, she'd also say, she'd also snitch on Kevin and Lisa. I think if we let mum on the podcast, it would become mum's podcast. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no i i think for the safety of the general population and people who are high risk i definitely would snitch on people having a garden party of 15 kevin and lisa i'm coming for you me too 100 percent. why not <laughs> oh my god do you know what who i absolutely love the one snitch in history that i'm hoping people know about is you know randall from recess of course big up randall the little was he ginger randall. the really the sharp nose guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's sort of, he's a little bit sort of hunkered over. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Love always have the notepad. Always have the notepad. Yeah, and he's 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 like dobbed them into like that school teacher lady. Yeah, he's like, he was a good character. Yeah, Randall, the most you know the most famous cartoon <laughs> snitch on two feet. Love that guy. Big up Randall. Yeah. Um... Oh, Randall, what a guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Actually, here's the question I want to pose to you. Actually, would you snitch on family? Not me. This, this doesn't include me, mum or dad. Um, oh, family. It's a tough one because that's your own blood. Um, what do I snitch on family? It really, honestly, it depends on the situation. Once again, mm. if I don't like I... if I don't like you and your family member, um, yeah, there's more chance I'm going to snitch on you. <laughs> but <Not just long. laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't think I could, no. Yeah, do, do you know what? Because it, it affects so many people. Yeah. But I think if it was like a really serious thing and it was the only right thing to do, then I think somebody has to be the bigger person and take one from the team. Yeah. But again, definitely. like I wouldn't I wouldn't snitch on them if I'm like, oh, they broke somebody's plate at a party and didn't tell them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you that. wouldn't do that. Um, but if it was a big thing, again, situation dependent. I mean, families, it's, it's complicated. It's a very complicated matter, I think. Mm, definitely. But yeah, I wouldn't snitch. Especially snitching.
so segment three now, Hannah. Um, and of course, we do the legendary coin toss to see who does the outro. So, mm. Hannah, do you want to be heads or tails this week? I'll be heads. Go for it. You'll be heads? Okay. Yeah. I'll be tails. Flipped! <laughs> I, I, dropped like it. I dropped it last dropped. week as well. So, oh. wait, what were you? I was heads. How could you forget? Heads. Tails. It's tails this week. I'm doing the outro. Can I say I'm not there to prove this? I have to believe you every time. <laughs> but Hannah, why would I lie about heads or tails? <laughs> just because just, just you believe that you do a better outro. Anyway. <laughs> I do do actually, better outro. This week in segment three, I'm going to put you on a microscope a little, Sergeant. Okay. I want to know... What is your guilty pleasure? What is my guilty pleasure? Um, something, I guess something that I've always liked doing is cleaning my ears with like cotton buds. Wait, okay. so you get the cotton bud, dip it in a bit of oil, then you do a deep cleaning of your ears. I just, I don't know, it just, it just feels really nice. The feeling is unmatched. And I got <laughs> you into it recently. I, I got you into it recently when you were back here. And now you, you do it all the time when you're, because you're back in Bulgaria. Um, do you know what it is? They do recommend it's really, it's ears, really, so. it's really addictive, really addictive. That's, um, a, good, that's a guilty pleasure. Okay. Yeah, I think definitely. Yeah, that is my guilty pleasure. Hundred percent. Lovely. Yeah. So right. that is the end of the podcast. Hope you head of end of episode twelve. Um, I, I mean, um, end of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hannah, do you have any words for the listeners? Just keep tuning in. I think we've got a very interesting season <laughs> planned. Yeah. So come on, come on a journey with us. Come chat with us. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it'd be good. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Too Good to Be Two on both. You can also drop in us an email if you really want to, because Hannah loves emails. Um, I do love emails. Uh, I think that's it. That is. is that the um, more content, more content on the way. We've got so much planned. Hannah's got loads of good ideas that we're going to see to um, see into fruition. So that'll be really good. Um, so yeah, see you in a bit. Bye. See ya.